Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. I love learning new things. I love books, academia, exploring new cultures, traveling, definitions, descriptions, I love learning from other people's experiences that I can then benefit from. Like, what's the point of reinventing the wheel? If there are people out there that have already solved a problem, described something that I can learn from, what's the point of me trying to solve it again myself? This also especially holds true when it comes to human experience, but often it gets overlooked. What I mean by that is there are 8 billion people on the planet. And for us to relive all of our negative experiences in solitude under the impression that no one out there is going through the same thing is pretty nonsensical. I mean, I'm sure no matter how alone you feel, how unique your experience is, chances are there is someone somewhere out there on this planet that has experienced the same thing and may have documented their journey to make it easier for others to learn from. Someone somewhere has made a scientific discovery, a breakthrough in the field of humanities or sciences and described it in a way that benefits all of us. Mostly, this is what self-help genre of studies is, which happens to be my favorite. (laughs) So this documentation, this description is what is out there for us to consume. Like I said, mostly in the form of self-help genre. This is available to us to improve our lives by gaining the benefit of the shortcut because someone else out there has already experienced the problem, found a solution, and documented it. To me, CTFAR is the shortest, most concise way of describing the complexities of human dynamics. And this simplistic definition makes it easier for me to deliver it to you so you can then learn from it to enhance your life using this shortcut. Someone else in the world went through a problem thought this through, documented it, and now we benefit from it. These descriptions and definitions are plentiful. In this age of information, there are almost too many descriptions, so we have to filter our consumption based on what we need. What I wanted to bring to your attention today is that these descriptions can be misleading. Where the consumer might think that the problem is being solved just by knowing what the problem is. Describing something means that we've explained how it functions. This is not necessarily the solution to the problem. So description and solutions are two different things. I give you guys a lot of descriptions in this podcast. I've told you how neuroplasticity works, how we can use it to our advantage. I described to you the role of genes, which is turning out to be less important than the development of mind management skills. I described the effects of trauma, I give you findings of high-quality scientific studies. So I describe a lot in this podcast, so descriptions in itself are not bad. But in this episode, you'll see how labeling, defining, or describing something does not lead to actual change. It's like reading a manual of the car, learning how the engine works. It does not lead you to be able to drive the car. You have to sit in the driver's seat and take the steering wheel. Same thing is true when it comes to learning how to live a purposeful, conscious life. When it comes to improving the experience of your own life, you have to take the steering wheel. 
You can learn the what from reading the manuals, learning the definitions, self-help books, but to make a change, to learn the how, you have to sit in the driver's seat and take control. Reading the manual itself will feel like you've accomplished a lot, but without actually driving the car and making mistakes, you would have not learned how to drive. You would have not caused anything to change. This is why otherwise really, really knowledgeable and successful high-functioning people come to me and say, I don't know what to do. I'm so stressed. I'm always worried. Nothing I do seems to make a difference. Well, that's because we're just consuming definitions. We are just learning from other people's wisdom without ever using our own. All the self-help books give a lot of descriptions and action items. Brene Brown's work describes how shame comes in the way of progress. Jason Fung's Obesity Code describes how dieting culture comes in the way of weight loss. Atomic Habits describes how making small habits gives you big results. We all rely on these descriptions to make sense of the world's increasingly complex and more nuanced disciplines. Everything from science, humanities, to theology and beyond. But the problem I have with this approach is that learning more and more of each modality with its increasing complexities does not provide a solution to help take control of one's own inner experience. Reading the manual does not lead you to being able to drive the car. Learning a diagnosis, learning about the problem, does not automatically translate into being able to fix it. You still need to apply consciousness to your own individual experience to be able to find a solution. That is what brings about meaningful change. That is the how-to of breaking the cycle of stress. That is what you have to do to be able to direct your life where you want it to go, rather than where the circumstances take you. So descriptions are a part of the process, but your active participation is the only thing that will lead you to a solution. And an active participation is self-reflection, mind and emotional management. Description is the what of the problem. Solution is the how-to of the problem. This is what most experts cannot deliver, including me. The solution is something that cannot be delivered because it is experiential. You have to deliver it to yourself. You will never learn to drive no matter how much I teach you. You can never learn to swim no matter how much somebody else shows you how to do it, no matter how many videos you watch about it. You have to get in the pool to be able to swim. There's so much information out there. Everyone is trying to outdo everyone else with the amount of information they can deliver to you. Because the novelty of information feels very pleasurable. It is very rewarding for the brain. It feels like we got what we wanted, but in fact the novelty of information is just more information. Does not give the solution to the problem, especially life's problems that we're trying to solve. An example of this is one time I was participating in a clubhouse discussion. So clubhouse is a very famous app where experts come to answer questions. And one participant during this discussion said that she's having a problem where she overshares her personal matters. She shares intimate things with strangers that she later regrets. So now, psychologically speaking, there could be a lot of reasons for that. Attachment theory, trauma response, diagnosis of being a highly sensitive person, neurodiversity. All of these descriptions could apply. She then said that she had grown up in a crowded family where there was no respect for other people's boundaries. 
So the psychotherapist that was present in the room as the expert told her that she's suffering from the after effects of something called an enmeshed family system. Enmeshment is a type of relationship among people where personal boundaries are unclear and everyone puts their emotional burden on everyone else. They blame others, especially sometimes children, when they're sad, and they also hold others responsible to make them happy. So upon hearing this description of enmeshment, the participant was just floored. Like you could just hear the excitement in her voice. She was so impressed that she found out because this is exactly what was happening to her. It made so much sense to her. She was just in awe of how easily her complex condition was described in a concise definition and everything she had ever gone through made sense. I was truly happy for her in this circumstance. It was like she found closure. But I want to invite you guys to think about this. Did she really get a solution to her problem? Are there any less chances now that she will not be oversharing her private information with complete strangers just because she knows what's going on? Possibly. She might know why she is oversharing, but she doesn't necessarily know how to stop this behavior. This label of enmeshment is just that, a label, a description. This is not a solution. This is the manual of the car. For her to be able to make changes in her life, she has to apply her mind to it. She was told she belongs to a group of people who experienced an enmeshed family system. This is a circumstance. Now it is up to her to make it mean what she wants. Most people will box themselves into a diagnosis. Oh, I'm behaving like this because this is who I am. It makes sense I'm oversharing because I come from an enmeshed family. Or I can't pay attention because I have ADD. Or I'm slow at learning because as a child I was told I have dyslexia. Given the label, a description, a diagnosis, does not mean you've solved the problem. The solution of the problem is still dependent on you. So for the sake of finding the solution, the how-to, jump in the proverbial pool under supervision so you can then get to the bottom of it. Because the entire time, the solution actually lies with your mind. And since the mind is where the problem is being perceived, it is hard to take control of it alone, especially in the beginning. Like you're not allowed to drive the car alone in the beginning due to the risk of harm to yourself and others. Similarly, learning how to drive your mind really should be supervised, at least in the beginning. And you can gain this supervision one of many ways. A thought leader in your community, a therapist, a life coach, or any other resource. Descriptions only provide the satisfaction of labeling a situation, categorizing it, identifying it. Unlike many things that can be learned on your own, mind management is mostly not one of them. Jumping in the pool for the first time can be scary. And because of this, people have a tendency of never wanting to jump in the pool and never wanting to learn. They just watch others from the sidelines. The introspection that is needed can be a scary proposition for some people. And that introspection is exactly what is needed to start finding the solution. People give up their entire lives to this unconscious living because of this initial fear of self-reflection. <laughs> so this story always makes me laugh. But when my sister was little, she would ask multiple questions and my dad would answer them to the best of his ability. But the questions would keep coming. But why is this? And then why is that? How is this? How is that? So when he got tired of the bombardment of questions, <laughs> she would have asked one more time, but why? 
and he would say it is because and then just stop talking <laughs> my sister would totally understand she'd be like oh i see it is because i get it now and she must have been five or six back then alhamdulillah she's a successful lawyer and has children of her own now but this situation applies to us in real life because we are told descriptions and that is the because but we're never given a solution so the way most self-help books approach this is they feed you the description and the action line if you're having difficulty forming a habit make the habits really small arrange visual reminders look for accountability which is basically the summary of atomic habits or if you're having problems losing weight listen to your body's hunger cues only eat when hungry eat small portions and practice intermittent fasting which is the gist of obesity code the how to of the solution is more difficult to describe because it is experiential it is not the fault of self-help genre that you cannot find the solution you have to do it yourself like i said before ctfar circumstances thoughts feelings actions and results is the most comprehensive model i've seen when it comes to describing that experience with this tool you can learn the basics of mind management and emotional intelligence which you can then develop to coach yourself i teach this skill of self coaching in my empowered muslim women program meaning with some supervision you can learn the how to and then carefully and correctly apply this formula in your life i also provide the self coaching guide on my website just go to islamiclifecoachschool.com/free you'll see a pdf titled 10 steps to self coaching again that's islamiclifecoachschool.com/free instructions on this pdf is all you need to start finding the solution that is already within you the solution the how to is always within you and that is because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed the wisdom of the soul within each human being we now just have to learn how to start relying on it instead of consuming more information all of these descriptions and definitions you've ever learned will influence your thoughts which is your mind and the same mind if you don't know how to manage it will continue to create problems and you will continue to look outside of you to try and find the solution this is a never ending cycle so don't get hooked on the glamour of descriptions and consumption of newer information if you're just being trapped by learning you'll notice no matter how much you consume it doesn't make a difference in your life's experience information doesn't lead to transformation the self-help genre is about descriptions and action items it is not at fault because no one can teach you to trust yourself you have to teach yourself to rely on your thoughts and feelings package that is extremely powerful everyone just tells you you need this degree this many accolades this product this service to get the job done and we go from input to input book to book degrees certifications videos podcasts documentaries consuming and learning how to solve the next problem i personally love self help books they're my favorite but true self help is when you decide to help yourself get in the driver's seat through self development self reflection mind and emotional management with that i pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the highest success for the muslim ummah through their own wisdom i pray that each and every muslim can have the courage to find their own solution rather than consuming more information
I pray that you find that courage and jump in the water under supervision. When you find that wisdom, you get to keep it for the rest of your life. And that wisdom comes from the thought and feeling combination. I am also thankful that these descriptions are available to us through the advancement of humanity. They're always there for us to enhance our lives with. And Alhamdulillah for that. All the technology, all the advancements in science and humanities. I also pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides us in this journey so we don't fall victim just to our intelligence. Rather, we use it as a tool to enhance our lives in this world and eventually to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from the trap of consumption for the sake of numbing. Please keep me in your du'as. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah, I will see you there.